Welcome everyone to the podcast. I hope you would enjoy that intro. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast. I before I start this episode, I need you all to know something. I love you all, you are all mamish, gewaldika, amazing, bright, smart, intellectual people. Now, let's get into the, the shtick of the day. The shtick of the day is going to be ambitious. Why you need to be ambitious to succeed and have to be happy in the process. Nothing in this world comes easy. Life has taught me time and time and time again. That no matter what background you come from, no matter what kind of person you are, your strengths, your weaknesses, you can succeed. Everybody is destined for success. The problem is that 99% of society feeds their minds negativity and, and this negativity is not conducive to growth. Rather, it's conducive to less self-growth and more failure because people don't know how special they are. People don't recognize their value. And no matter what field or industry or corporation or business or type of lifestyle you're trying to live, you need to know one thing, and that is that you were created in the image of God. And if you're created in the image of God, you're destined for success. And I must remind you of that. Now, another thing is that God, God designed the world in a fashion that you need to work hard in order to attain something. Why? Because that's just the way that, that, the, that life is. God cannot give you this big, beautiful empire for you to... Uh, basically throw it to the garbage. No. In order for God to give you something, He must prepare you. That's why there are challenges along the way and that's why things do not come easy. Notice how many times people get daddy's money or daddy's empire that daddy worked so long to build and they just don't know what to do with it because they're spoiled and they're not prepared for it. That's why they need to start from the bottom ground up. When I started working in my father's business for about a year or two, I was literally sweeping the floors. I learned everything that I know today from starting to sweep the floors. And that being some, uh, you know, regular, you know, New York kid that came into the business world not knowing anything. You gotta start sweeping the floors. And I mean to take that analogy to sweep the floor in your own life. If you wanna start something, or if you're in something, you, you, you need to continue. It doesn't matter what level of person that I'm talking to. What everyone needs to hear is that you must continue and you must not give up. And if you think you're doing enough work, you got to put in double the amount. Work hard. Don't just, you know, be average and just go with the day and go with your normal flow of things. No. What you desire deep down in your heart, go for it. Things that you want to accomplish and try new endeavors and new things and new ideas, go for it. But the main idea is to be, take care of your mental health because your mind is fueling everything. It's fueling your body. So if this brain of yours that's resting in your beautiful head inside of it's encapsulated in your beautiful skull if this brain is not feeding itself positivity the body cannot function at a high rate that that's the whole idea of having a high consciousness if you have a high consciousness and you're feeding yourself i can do it i'm gonna get there it's gonna be okay i'm gonna figure it out everything's gonna be fine i have trust in god then you're gonna get there it's fine there's a big difference between having faith and having mental health there are two different sugyas completely some people don't have a choice but to be depressed because they're clinically diagnosed with it i strongly believe that if a person works in his mindset and goes to battle with his mindset the same way that he goes to battle and work every day then he can overcome his mental health problems and finally reach a state of happiness 
You know, some people need medication. That's understandable. But I strongly believe that a person who is depressed, he, he, he obsesses with the past too much. And in the Nachanani, a person with anxiety obsesses over the future too much. Regardless of where you are, where you come from, and I'm not saying that, you know, if you have clinical depression and you're on pills and you need to use that to get to a better place in life and you're working with therapists to enhance your positioning in life, that's amazing. Continue doing that. But no matter who you are, where you come from, my, my general message to you is that you need to focus on the present moment. Optimal growth is the present moment. If you want to grow, focus on the now. What can I do now to improve my life? How can I take my current position and my current standpoint and my current vantage point and what I see and what I know and everything that's going on around me and to use that to become the best version of myself possible? Because I say this many times, the main person and the main character in your story is you. The famous Rav Gifter says that happiness is a state of mind. If you want to be happy, then you have to work on your state of mind. Where is my state of mind? You cannot take a broken car from New York to Miami and expect that car to be repaired. That car will be broken wherever you take it to any, to any corner of the universe. That car will remain broken. So the question is, how can I repair myself and be it that even though I may not be happy where I am, how can I be happy where I am? Because it's possible for me to be happy where I am. And, and, and uh, combined with the struggle of life and combined with your day-to-day -day process, you need to be happy in this process because the only way to create yourself an exit to your unhappy quote-unquote standards is for you to be happy in the process. There's no such thing as being depressed until you get there. Money is not going to solve your problems. Money can buy you a comfortable life and it can ease a lot of your problems, but it's not going to solve your own problems. The biggest work that a person has to work on himself with is working on himself and his mindset. And every rabbi will tell you this because you can work on, on money and that's great. Nine to five, do that. But what are you going to do after that nine to five? Be miserable? No. Be happy with where you are. You don't have any money? Fine. Be happy with not having no money. It's okay. It's fine. You're alive. You're breathing. Your body parts are working. And if they're not working, then you have the capacity to listen to my voice right now. And being able to hear is such a beautiful gift in itself. Be more appreciative for the things that you have because there are people that would trade positions with you in a second, believe it or not. There are people out there that are struggling with life or death problems. And if you're listening to this podcast and you have life or death problems, I'm so sorry. You know, my heart's with you and I feel you 100%. But it's not a reason to take away from your happiness. There's, there, there is no reason on the planet that, that anything should take away from your happiness. Be happy no matter where you are. That's my real message. Be happy no matter what circumstances are opposing you and no matter what type of tragedies and trauma and all different types of things are hitting you. I'm not saying not to feel them and to invalidate them. I'm saying to, in, to, to validate them and to give yourself comfort and validation and love and to be patient with yourself and not to do that to anybody else besides you because you are important and you need to give that love to yourself and not to go to different types of uh, methods of numbing the pain and taking away from the pain and uh, making things easier by going to temporary fulfillment instead of long-term gratification and satisfaction i'm not telling you to do that to do any of those things what i'm telling you is to be happy in the present moment how do you be happy in the present moment by putting everything down and by being mindful mindfulness and in order to get to mindfulness there's a lot of letting go that needs to be done you need to let go of things that happen to you you need to be okay with what happened to you and to let go of them 
And by slowly, slowly but surely, with a daily process of letting go and a process of mindfulness and being happy with the present moment, that will lead to optimal growth. Now, the next step is to become ambitious, is to have, is to know what you want. And if you don't know what you want, then you should take a pen and paper and to journal and to say, what am I good at? What should I do? And how can I, how can I push the pedal to the metal and figure things out? If you want to figure out what you want to do, write it, write, write down on a piece of paper 50 good things about yourself and 50 good things that you've done in your life. I'll say that again. Take a pen and a paper, Baruch Hashem, and write down 50 good things about yourself and 50 good things that you've done in your life. This will allow you to read those things over and to see, hmm, what would a person like this be good at if I wasn't myself, let's say? Would I be good at a psychologist or a lawyer or a doctor or a dentist or a carpenter? or electrician, or there's many, many, many things that you could be good at with your talents. And if you're not sure what to do after you write those things down, then show it to a friend. Say, hey buddy, how can I use these talents in order to become a better version of myself? And that's when the Torah comes into the play, because when you take the Torah, which in Hebrew means hora'ah, which, which is derived from the word hora'ah, hora'ah means instructions. When you take God's instructions built into the universe, how to live a good life, this will enable you to live the best life possible because Hashem only wants the best for you. And if you're able to follow the Torah to the best of your abilities in your situation, you can, be, you can become the best version of yourself possible. I understand there are not always, there's not always a way and a possibility for everybody to enhance and become the best version of themselves possible. But what I do want to say and what I do want to let you know is that if you follow God's ruling and God's uh, what God wants for you to become the best way possible you can become the best version of yourself possible because the Torah is simply a manual book you follow the Torah to the best that you, can, that you possibly can you'll become the best version of yourself possible what do I mean by this? that means sometimes a person, sometimes a soul is sent to this world simply to overcome one small item a person is meant to overcome his anger issues. Sometimes, yes, believe it or not, sometimes a person is not meant to become a big Tamil Chacham. Sometimes he's meant to just overcome an anger problem. And that is beautiful in its own way. I'm sorry if I got distracted. I was, I'm driving right now and I just saw a person come out of his very expensive car, open up his trunk, and he gave a box to a homeless guy. I don't know what's in that box, but it stole my focus. I'm so curious to know what's in that box. And I honestly want to start a conversation with this guy because he seems like a really, really nice person. See that? You see that? It's that, that one little good deed could throw me off my podcast. And actually today I, I did something similar. I, I bought a meal for a homeless man. You know, if you have the possibility to do something good for someone else, you should do it because people really need that sometimes. I know it's a little bit off topic, but people sometimes, mamish need a boost of inspiration and a, and a, and a boost in general. And probably maybe it was meant to be. Maybe I was meant to say that to whoever's listening to the podcast. Maybe I was meant to, you know, give off that little bit of inspiration to whoever needs to hear it. Hashem uh, has the way of running the world and he put that in front of me to see. But back to the main topic. Yes, being ambitious is very important because you need to be competitive in what you want. You need to know what you want, A, and B, to be competitive in it. What do I mean by that is to know that I am going for this goal and nothing is going to get in the way of me getting to this goal. I need to accomplish A, B, and C and nothing is going to get in the way of me accomplishing A, B, and C. So when you figure out what you want to do, go for it. And if you're already in the field of what you want to do, then continue climbing. You know, don't get comfortable in the day-to-day -day schedule. You have to go for heights unimaginable because you're meant for so much. 
you're meant for so much more. Last night I was in Joseph Dreamberger. I guess a couple guys recognized me. I came in and I gave them an amazing speech. I didn't tell them chizuk or things that they already know. I told them very simple, very simple uh, things that we sometimes misidentify ourselves with. You are meant for more. Very simple. You're meant for more. That means if you're in a, you're in a position in your life and you're not so happy with it, then 100%, you're, you're meant for more. You deserve more. You're, you're owed a lot. There, there are things that you're meant to achieve and meant to become and meant to grow with and be with and be present with. 100 million percent. But a person's never going to know that he's meant for more if he's stuck in this limited mindset. A person needs to understand that he is a unique creation. And this unique creation is simply meant for more. And that's, and that's pretty much it. I'm sorry for that interruption. I paused because I actually ended up stopping the guy in the fancy car and asked him uh, if, I, if I could interview him or something because to stop in the middle of a highway and to give a guy a box, it's incredible. And what ended up being in that box was food. He said I gave him a box of food for him and his brother. Look at that. Wow, wow, wow. Round of applause. You see, you see this guy, he's a homeless man. He gives him a box of food for him and his brother. That's amazing. That is amazing. That makes God smile. You know, because sometimes we do things that makes God so upset. And to stop your day and to stop your schedule to go and give someone a box of food because you really care about the other person, that's just incredible, guys. Round of applause to that man, that random homeless man. If you ever listen to this podcast, you are an incredible guy. Back to the main topic. Right. Um, there's, a, there's a pasuk in the Torah that says, Hazorim bedim'ah. Very nice. So those who plant seeds and work hard towards something, they will one day reap the fruit of this beautiful tree. That means that you come in every day and you toil and you work hard and you come in when you don't want to do it and you just keep working at it. There's a famous line I once heard is that don't focus on how you're feeling, focus on what you're doing. That means if you're in the right track and everything logically makes sense, you're going to have days where you're not going to want to do something. You're going to have days where you're going to feel a little bit down. You're going to feel a little bit discouraged. Those are the days that you have to make the decision to keep going and that's what makes you great. What makes you great is the decision to keep going when you don't want to keep going. Because you're not always going to want to do something, but focus on what you're doing. You're keeping Shmirat Abrit, keep Shmirat Abrit. You're going to have challenges and temptations, but focus on what you're doing. Because every single time that you relapse, you instantly beat yourself up. Why? Know that you're doing something good and to keep doing something good. Are you trying to stop an addiction? Are you trying to stop smoking? Are you trying to keep Shabbat? Are you trying to make bracha before you eat something? Whatever you're trying to do, focus on what you're doing. Remember that when you're not doing that thing, you want to come back and do that thing. So when you do that thing, you're going to, you're going to face opposition. That's called the Yetzirah, the evil inclination that God instilled inside of us. Whenever you're, not, whenever you're doing something that when you're not doing it, you want to do it. But when you're doing it, you don't want to do it. You need to... I know that sounded a little bit confusing, but you guys followed that train of thought. I'm sure you did. When, you, when you're not... When you're doing something that when you're not doing it, you really want to do it, you should focus on doing it in that present moment because that is what is going to make you feel better about yourself. Building your self-esteem is making decisions now for the future version of yourself. So if you're able to do that thing that you don't want to do and push through it because you're focusing on what you're doing, not how you're feeling, eventually you're going to develop love for this. Because there's, there's, a, there's an idea in the, in the Torah that if you, do something for 30, if you do something 30 or 40 times that you don't love to do, eventually you're going to develop love for it. So when people say focus, pick a career or do something that you love to do, it's technically not true because that career that you're deciding to do in that present moment, you're, you're deciding, you're making that decision based on your whole life experience up to that present moment. That means if you're an 18 or 22 year old going into some type of college program or a new career or something, you're only making that decision based on every single moment that you accumulated in your life up until that present moment. 
But let's say you're let's say you never painted something before. Let's say you're destined to be an artist, right? You never even thought about art, but one time you went to a museum and you said, "Wow, that painting looks sick." It's very possible that if you put your head to the if you put the pedal to the metal, uh, gas to the pedal, whatever how the saying goes, and you focus on becoming an artist and painting things, you might discover that after a couple of months that you love to paint. Because it could be something that's inside of you that you never even knew that you were meant to do. Some of us are lucky, you know. Some of us know that we're meant to do this or we're meant to do that. But some some people really have a gift and a talent. And not trying new things and not tasting other things really holds them back from doing something that they never thought they would possibly do. That's why I'm, I'm so open-minded and I encourage to just try new things. You know, sometimes when you really don't want to do something, that's, that's, that's the moment you should do it the most. A lot of people, especially in dating... You know, they only want to go on a date with someone who wants to go to a restaurant and order a big fancy meal and drop $300. Why? You know, it's such a waste of money. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Not that I'm cheapening on a girl. If I'm going out with someone, I'd love to pay the bill and to uh, show them to a nice time and a nice conversation. But what I'm saying is that the same $300 can be taken. You know, you could take, you could take 50 from that 300 and buy, buy a nice picnic. And go to the middle of a field and make a picnic day. Like, why not? You know, what's wrong with that? Even if it's snowing outside, you know, that's just going to be a cool story to tell. One time I went on a date with a guy and it was snowing outside. Or a girl, Nakhanami. And, and, you know, we just made it work. And we had a good time. Because it's not about enjoying what you're doing. To a certain extent, it is enjoying what you're doing. But the, the most important piece of this story is that it's, it's, it's important to enjoy the person that you're doing the activity with. To enjoy your time with that other person. Because life isn't always going to be a fancy date. Life is going to be struggles and ups and downs. And you know, your wife is going to get pregnant and gain a lot of weight. And your husband is going to go through tough financial periods where he's not going to make a lot of money. The idea is, is to be happy with the person that you're with. First, to be happy with yourself so you can go into a situation where you can develop a healthy, normal, fundamental relationship with that person. But of course, to enjoy the person that you're with. You know, because it's impossible to enjoy life and to be happy with someone if you're only basing that on external measures. You need to be happy with this person, whether rich, whether poor, whether healthy, whether not healthy, whether fat, whether skinny, whether whatever it may be. But things are going to happen. Life has a way of you plan something, a man plans, God laughs. That's just the way it is. You have to know that no matter what happens, you have to be happy with who you're with. I think we covered a lot in today's podcast. We covered that you have to be ambitious. We covered that you have to be happy in the process. And now we're going into a little bit of dating. And you know what? Let's talk about dating for a few minutes. I know everyone likes dating. Dating is always a very famous topic online. Through my extensive research and looking into analytics and things and social media and marketing and things, I found that the breakup topic and the dating topic is extremely, extremely, extremely popular. So let's talk about that for a second, right? Let's say you're a boy or you're a girl and you went into a relationship and things didn't work out. You gave your all to this person and now you're in some self-love journey and you're seeing that, oh, what I should have gave to them, I should have gave to myself and Nakhanami, that's great. How do you get over a breakup? By moving forward, by giving yourself the time to heal, by giving yourself the time to be one with yourself, and by simply taking the proper measures and steps in the right positive direction. If you want to get to a better position and then you just went through a massive breakup, then I really recommend to give yourself all that love that you've been giving to that other person now more than ever. Because you may not see it now, but if you really pull yourself out of this situation, you can attract a better person. Because that's what it's all about, right? We make better decisions for ourselves. We attract better people. But that one decision that you make who to marry is that one moment that's going to change the rest of your life. 
So it's, 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 it's advisable to take some time to become a better version of yourself so you could possibly attract a better soulmate for yourself. And never, never, never to settle with less. The person that settles with less doesn't know his true value. Yup, I said it. A person that settles with less does not know his true value. Now, if you're a person who is in the dating world and you're having a hard time, it's important to know what you're looking for. It's important to know uh, what, what kind of life you want to have. And when you determine what kind of life you want to have one day and what are your goals and what are your aspirations for this world and where do you see yourself in 50, 60 years from now, then all you need to do is align that with someone else and just to find someone that you ha- enjoy spending a good time with. And that's it. Don't overcomplicate it. Pray, 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 of course. But what's also important for a person to do is just to look at themselves in the mirror and to say, hey, you know, who am I? What am I looking for out of my life? And can I just find someone that, that, that wants the same things out of life and someone that we could build together with and someone that um, I just enjoy having a good time with? Someone that I could eventually love and develop feelings for and have a good life. Bezrat Hashem. You know, it should happen to all of us. We should be less picky and less, you know, women should be less. uh, Obviously, I know that the test of money is a big one, but a woman should be more focused on how can I help my future husband get to a better place in life. Don't look at someone as a final product when you're on a date with them. That's that's the beginning of the of the of the production of the sapling and of the seed. You know, it hasn't it's barely been watered yet. You're the woman that's supposed to water him. And yes, you're supposed to be his reflection and tell him things that are wrong with him. Not necessarily tell him things that are wrong with him. You have to accept him and not want to change him. But there's things that you're going to need to communicate with him that he has to work on 100%. But you have to have a good balance between coach and cheerleader. Right? Nobody likes too much coaching and no one likes too much cheerleading. Because believe it or not, men want to grow. Men want to become the best version of themselves. There's not one man that I know that doesn't want to conquer and grow a lot. But he doesn't need, he needs coaching the same way he needs love and cheerleading. And there has to just be a proper balance of the two. And you know, and, and men looking for women, we, we as men, myself included, we have to learn how to be better listeners. Listen to her needs. Listen to her in general. She sometimes doesn't need you to fix things. We as men, we're, we're very solution oriented and we want to fix things. We need to know that it's not always so good to look for solutions. Sometimes the best thing that your wife needs from you is just for you to shut up and to listen to what she's telling you ah yeah 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 sometimes she just wants you to listen to her and what she needs and if you listen to her and what she needs she's going to be very very happy and appreciative because she's going to know that from the past that you weren't the best listener and you can tell her listen to Jonathan Benchimo's podcast please rate it and give it a five star rating and he told me that I should listen more and I listened to you and she sees your efforts and one plus one equals two and you're happy that's it you see mission accomplished Follow the Torah, put your emunah, bitachon, and Hashem, focus more on the present moment, be ambitious in what you want to do, think about the other person, all these ideas and concepts are from the Torah, I'm just trying to make them in a very relatable way. You listen to these ideas that were expressed in this podcast, and you go and you give me a five-star rating so I can grow and help many more people, and now I'm not helping you, I'm not better than you, I'm the same like you. I'm just using my own experience and my own knowledge to help other people because as much as you think I'm helping you, I'm helping myself too by repeating these lessons over to myself. Yes, correct. And before we end the podcast, I just want to say this podcast is sponsored by jonathanbenchimol.com slash store. If you go on there, there's I Want What You Want Hashem merch. The idea of this is when you put on I Want What You Want Hashem, it's going to make it very simple. 
I, I may not want this, but I want what Hashem wants. Like we spoke about in the podcast, don't focus on what you're doing. Focus, sorry, don't focus on how you're feeling. Focus on what you're doing. So if you're doing what Hashem wants, chances are you're in very good hands. And I'd rather be in Hashem's hands than anybody else's hands. I'd rather be in God's hands than Jordan, Jordan Peterson's hands or Andrew Tate's hands. I want to be in Hashem's hands. You know, if I'm in Hashem's hands, I'm doing the right thing. And I want what you want, Hashem. Very nice merch. We have hats. We have sweaters. We have t-shirts. We have everything that you want. Joggers, uh, stickers. It's all very great stuff. You make a purchase. You support me. You support yourself. You support the goal. Hey, one plus one equals two, right? We all win. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I want to bless everyone with a healthy, successful relationship with themselves and with other people. And we should all get to our goals and put in the work, no matter where we are on the spectrum and on the on the lower class, middle class, upper class. doesn't matter where you are. Put in the work. You're going to succeed. Know that you're special. Know that you're divine. Know that God loves you. Know that Hashem loves you. And everything is going to be good. Everything is good. And without Hashem, you should succeed in whatever your path is in life. Thank you so much for listening and have an amazing day.